Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate yeah. to that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. From its inception in 2004, the Movember Foundation has done an incredible amount of work raising awareness of men's health, from prostate cancer to suicide. Jeremy McVean is a health promotion consultant for the Movember Foundation, and this year the mental health team are concentrating on social isolation, which is something that new dads can go through, which is why we've brought Jeremy into the studio today. Hi, Jeremy. How are you? Good, Chef. How are you going? Good, thank you. What was your experience like becoming a dad for the first time? It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Yeah, I'm a far, lucky father of three daughters, beautiful daughters, eight, almost eight, six and three. And I'll never forget the moment when I went down to get a coffee after we'd been in the birthing suite and I had this overwhelming sense of the stakes have just gone up. Like everything, this huge, like emotions were heightened, everything we'd been through, through the delivery and then like, oh my God, like... My health means so much more. The job means so much more. Income. My wife, I won't be skydiving again. It was all this sort of thing. <laughs> yes. um, everything's become so much more important. Everything's so heightened. So for me, and I think a lot of fathers go through this and parents go through this, it, life gets more real. It becomes so much more pressured in lots of different ways. And for me, that hit me in an unexpected way. With that experience as well, I often think about the birthing suite. Do you think that sometimes gets lost a bit, the the impact it has on dads to watch their um, partner go through labour, to have the baby? Because you're a witness to all of this, but that has, I, I imagine, its own intensity. And in some ways, I felt for my husband a lot. Now, <laughs> six years later, maybe not at not the time... So- but do you know what I mean? Like he, he, uh, the only time I thought now is time for me to ask for um, an epidural is because I looked at him and he was crying because I was in so much pain, you know, and I felt like, well, that, how do you deal with that? Because I couldn't deal with that if it was someone I loved. It's full on. And everyone has their, I love talking about birth because it's such an individual experience and some can happen quickly. Some can happen for a really long time, like days. But yeah, it's difficult. And obviously, firstly, I've got to say, mums have the tougher gear. <laughs> There's no question. Um, it's, it's not easy. But yeah, it's difficult. Seeing, as you're saying, it's such an to see your partner going through such a painful, difficult time. It's almost kind of primitive in the way that it happens. Um, and I, again, I'll never forget the first time round. The amazing midwife, Ham, looked across at me, and I, I must have gone a bit pale or something. <laughs> She goes, Jeremy, Jeremy, just grab that stool over there and um, and maybe I'll get yourself an orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> Very calm. She'd been around the block a few times. You probably saw me and thought, and for me, like I don't love blood and stuff like that. That just wasn't the issue in the slightest. It was the emotion and like you're saying, seeing your partner in such a way. And so, yeah, I found it. You get the shakes. It's pretty overwhelming. And so that's like you're saying, it's not only are you now responsible for this human being that comes without an instruction manual and you walk out of the hospital and you can't believe they let you out. <laughs> yes. It's like, where was the frisk down and the everything that's required? Wow, here we've got this kid, that moment, and you drive home slowly and all that stuff. So you're dealing with this hugely increased responsibility plus all that stuff that you've just gone through, which is unbelievable. Is that a point where... 
dads might fall in a hole, like because they are so concentrated on their partner, on the new baby, that they don't notice all these things that have happened in their own lives that are quite overwhelming. For sure. I mean, the focus becomes absolutely on being a provider. Like it kicks in for a lot of men, and I know my personal friends have. People you wouldn't expect kind of had this kind of, oh, my God, I've got to provide. And what does that mean? And in generations gone by, that meant earning enough money and supporting in that way. And what's happened in one generation, like my dad, just to go back to the story we were talking about, he wasn't at, I've got two older brothers. He was only at the birth of me. He wasn't at the birth of my two older brothers. And I'm 44 years old. And in one generation, there's no way I wasn't going to be there. Like it was just an expectation now that dads are much more hands-on. So now we're getting involved, you know, fathers are getting involved in that way and our roles have changed and then the pressures change as a result of that. So being more hands-on leads to different experiences and different challenges, balancing work-life and all this type of stuff. Um, so the focus is absolutely for fathers on how they can best support. And this is a really important thing about this conversation. It's really hard. It's a really challenging time. You're adjusting to lots of new stresses in your relationship, lots of new stresses in your social environment. Social isolation becomes a huge thing. Work, you become more dependent on work because you're probably down to one income. Um, so yeah, there are a lot of pressures on fathers and with Movember, a lot of the focus of the Movember's work is on stressful life moments when we know guys can struggle. Ending employment is one of those moments and becoming a father is also one of those moments, those key moments in life where we know guys can really struggle and reaching out for help and having the right connections around them can make all the difference. Can you talk to me about social isolation, particularly for dads? As a mum, most women, if they go through at least the, the health system, will find they walk out of hospital almost straight into a mother's group because you're set up in different parts of Australia, it works differently. But most of us will be connected to other women in our local area. If you're not actually given that instruction, Mm -hmm. there are ways of finding your own community. What happens when you're a dad? Mm, um, Not not in the same way. Um, I personally, I went to one class before the first child and that was it. And so, yeah, those, those systems aren't set up. So Movember's focused on a couple of things in that space. One is personal social connection, so improving improving that amongst fathers um, in Australia and across the globe. So encouraging, sharing, like reaching out for help and supporting within your social environment with your, whether it's family or your friends. And then Movember also funds groups such as a group called DGI, which is Dad's Group Incorporated, that have seen the issue that you're talking about, Chef, where a lot of guys are socially isolated, aren't able to have those conversations And so they are working with local council to connect men locally in the way that mothers' groups do. Because they have such a fantastic benefit. You can, without wanting to use a too clinical kind of term, you can normalise challenges. You can go, oh, we're not sleeping. This is going on. And it sort of melts the stress away because you can share that with someone else. And it makes such a difference that other people are going through this. And how are you tackling it? And so for guys to get that kind of support is really important. And in many, many, many cases, it's not there at the moment. Do you find, as a dad, even now that your kids are older, that that social isolation can continue? Yeah, absolutely. It does. Um, as I mentioned earlier, gender roles are shifting hugely, which is fantastic. So it's, it's care- you've got to be careful talking in stereotypes. But often still, even though paid parental leave is becoming more equal, men aren't taking up, even when it's available, men aren't taking up paid parental leave to the degree that women are. And so there's some work being done as to why. Let's unpack what's going on culturally 
that's discouraging men taking paid parental leave. So that leads to a situation where more often than not the primary carer tends to be a mum. And that then, then leads to... Even as older kids, like an experience that I've got now, my kids are in primary school. When we go to, a couple of weeks ago, into an art show at school, and um, my wife's walking through, and I'd like to think I'm a fairly hands-on dad doing drop-offs and stuff, but it was really noticeable. We're walking through this, the gym, where the art was, and my wife's going, hi, hi, how are you going? And she knew half the room, but I knew none of them. And part of that is the opportunity of being there more frequently, which tends to happen if you're more, more involved. And another thing, and I must admit, guys just aren't as good at it. We're not kind of trained from young kids to build those kind of relationships and reach out to people. There's a really positive movement where I think men are trying to do it. There's a WhatsApp group going for the kids at my school that are trying to get out for a beer every now and again or watch a footy. But yeah, even when they're older, those opportunities to connect and the skills to connect um, aren't really there. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Jeremy McVean. He's a health promotion consultant for the Movember Foundation. And Movember, as you probably know, have been raising awareness for many years now about different areas of men's health. And Jeremy was explaining that that instead of concentrating on specific ages, Movember concentrates on areas of stress and becoming a father can be one of those stress points. So Movember are uh, looking at sort of decreasing social isolation for dads and finding a way that they can connect with each other. You mentioned then that maybe dads aren't as great at connecting with each other as mums are because women, we grow up doing that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I've noticed is that I feel like it's very natural for us to speak about personal situations probably quite quickly, Yes, (laughs) at least in my case. Um, And we don't mind that kind of sharing and that that sort of intimacy with someone after we've spoken with them for a few times. Is that a uncomfortable conversation for men to have? Because if they're in that place, particularly as new dads, when they're struggling to admit that kind of vulnerability doesn't sound like, it doesn't seem like something that is an easy thing for men to do. No, it's, a, it's challenging. So and this is something that Movember's take, tackling head on, like, like a lot, many other organisations. And this is what's often referred to as toxic masculinity or the way that masculine stereotypes are, are not serving us well. And one of those is men being brought up to be stoic, to be strong. I mean, yeah, we run workshops and ask the group, explain what it, what it, what it is to be a man. And straight away, outcome strong, stoic sort it out, get it done, don't cry. And so it's really kind of get it done, take action and don't show vulnerability. Um, And that's not serving anyone well. So there's a lot of work being done to change that and to demonstrate that through really strong role modelling and there's some fantastic people doing really great work around it's actually strong it's gutsy to go there. It's it shows strength to drop your guard and say, look I'm this is difficult. I'm not sure all the way through I need I need a little bit of help and guidance. That shows real strength a movement called strengths-based masculinity is taking these things that can serve us all really well to say, yeah, courage is a really fantastic quality, but courage doesn't mean isolating yourself and dealing with it on your own. Courage is having the strength to be honest with those people around you and say, look, I'm really not sure. Um, When you put it like that, it's quite obvious that that is the harder thing to do, isn't it? It's harder to be vulnerable than it is to hide and protect yourself. It's for ju- anyone, male or, male or female. It is. It, 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 and that's, that's the barrier. So in, in tackling that, 
But what I would say to that is when someone is vulnerable, we credit them. As the, as the person that's receiving that or, um, or watching someone be vulnerable and honest or in cry or whatever it might be, as a person viewing that, we all give them credit. And so it's underlining that and to say to actually show that you're not He-Man and, you, <laughs> and you're a human um, and you have these emotions on the receiving end, it's always a credit to you for doing that. But that means when you're a dad or you're going through a difficult time, you don't do it on your own. No man's an island, and that's serving us really poorly. You mentioned before a few things that Movember is doing that are available to dads if they want to make that connection. One was the Dads Group. Yep. Please refresh my memory. What was it called again? Dads Group Incorporated. Dads Group Incorporated. Where can people access that? That's via the web. So you just Google Dads Group Incorporated or DGI, and then there's through that website fathers can connect with uh, local fathers in their area. Brilliant. Is that nationwide? Yes, it is. Fabulous. And what's your advice for how women might be able to help their partners? If they look at them and they think, I mean, I've got to say my own case, my partner is, he loves his time at home, noodling on his guitar is how he puts it. Um <laughs> Whereas every opportunity I get is to go out and see my friends. Mm. So some dads are more homebody-ish in that way. Yeah. How, can, how can we help our partners recreate those strong social connections again? Yeah, it's, it, it's doing what you've talked about, Chevin. That's encouraging it to happen. Um, and again, it's this thing like I was talking about. Men aren't as good as you are. So, like Girls often grow up, and again, these are stereotypes, but playing with dolls and doing conversational play and in the play yard, boys are breaking things with trucks and stuff, <laughs> smashing stuff up. being Running into deer. walls. Yeah. That's what my son did this week. That's fine. Is he okay? He's okay. Good, good. Big, big egg on his head, but he's oh, fine. Cool. Um, so, yeah, we do things like that as young fellas, and then when we grow up, we, we don't have the, the skills to the degree that women do a lot. So it's encouraging, dads. And one thing that we talk about at Movember is, and it's, it sounds funny, but catch up with your mates. It's good for you. It's a good thing. And whether it's noodling on a guitar or feeling a little bit like mothers so often do, the guilt, you know, of, oh, I'm going to go out with my mates tonight to catch up with them, but I'm not at home helping. And there's some guilt that comes with that that I think all parents feel. And so but encouraging our partners to work through that and tag each other out to go, no, no, catching up with your mates is really good for you. Catching up with any friends and being socially connected is one of the best things you can do for your health like exercise like eating well it sounds odd but catching up with people is equivalent to those things in terms of your health your overall health so encouraging partners to do it because it helps you and the family yeah brilliant there's lots of great ideas there um, we might put some links up on the website to do with those fathers group in particular right. Jeremy thank you so much for your time today thanks, thanks for having me that's Jeremy McVean he's a health promotion consultant for the Movember Foundation You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.